one of the most difficult things to deal with in life, is seeing our own shortfalls, in the lives of those that we love. And the difficulty with dealing with this reality, increases with age, because as time does go on, we become increasingly more aware of our own weaknesses, especially where it focuses on humanistic tendencies. The difficult part is not seeing what we see, that is relatively easy, it is how we react to what we see that is the difficult part. Why we do, what we do and especially how we do it, in particular, to those that we love, can be difficult and complicated. For those of us who have given the helm of our endeavors to our shepherd, Jesus, some of the fog surrounding numerous issues eventually clears. False pride is a biggie, and another little gem is the process of learning how confused we can become at correcting both ourselves, and others, of what we see in ourselves and others. And just to clarify a point, I am not advocating that we are to not correct or assist other Christians with problems they may have, but before we do that, Jesus has told us that we need to initially examine ourselves for the same fault we do see in others. Of course, when we suggest what we have learned along the way, to those that we love, the motivation for doing so is to spare them from going through what we have already gone through. I put my hand on that hot burner and it hurts and I don't want you to get hurt, so I give you my suggestion. The whole problem with that process and futility is that, human beings, being what we all are, like to learn things for ourselves. When dealing with this reality there are two scripture verses that come to my mind. The first one is from Proverbs 3 5 Nasp and reads as follows. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. And the second is from Matthew 7 5 Nasp which reads as follows. You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. There are many scripture verses scattered throughout the Bible that tell us to trust God's thoughts and ways over our own comprehension. Of course, when we are young and as we progress through this life that we have been given, we all have a tendency to think that we don't need God calling the shots for us, we are all thoroughly capable of figuring it all out for ourselves. But even after we confess our sins and believe in Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we bring this baggage from our past with us. The new area we now have to explore is God's holy word and most of us dig right in. And coming to grips with a newfound area of wisdom and knowledge can indeed be challenging. And the reason it is challenging is because, in most part, of the baggage that we bring. We put Jesus at the helm of our little ship, but as time and opportunities present themselves, we keep nudging Jesus out of the way and we basically take over, yet once again. We reverse the proper order. It's interesting to note the proportions of the areas of fault that Jesus did tell us to address. The bigger portion, the log is in our own eye and the smaller portion, the speck is in the other person's eye. Correct me if I am wrong but don't we usually reverse those? What the other person is doing is big and what we do is small. Oh yes, I remember now, that is where the two standards luggage that we bring with us also comes into play. That was our former thinking where there is a standard that others have to be held to and then there is our standard, and inevitably, our standard is a tad more accommodating. Problem with that logic of course is that, that is not how our holy, just and righteous God works. He states there is one standard for all, applied to all, evenly, without favor towards one or the other. And most of us can see the logic in that, we just don't like it when it is applied to us. When it comes to receiving mercy, we are more deserving because there are all those extenuating circumstances that need to be taken into account. Our human nature, being what it is, has a tendency to call that into play for ourselves but not so much for others. I wonder if that has anything to do with the proportions that Jesus mentioned and us reversing God's ways again. I mentioned about false pride earlier. That is where we expound to others, about all the knowledge, wisdom and understanding that we possess, that others evidently don't have. Usually that is associated with truth. Truth that some possess and others don't comprehend. 
but is that biblical truth or worldly truth because the two are seldom, if ever, one and the same? According to God's Word, there is only one source of truth and that is God, and Jesus, being the declared Son of God, stated categorically that He is the truth. Did you ever notice how we get those two sources of truth reversed all the time? If you have graciously read through to this point, I hope you have noticed how many times I have used the word reversed. We all have a tendency to keep missing what God tells us about Himself and ourselves. Isaiah 55 8-9 NASP For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts than your thoughts. That is what I too frequently see in me, what do you see in you? Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.